Hello, and welcome to the Career Speakeasy, a casual, fun, and irreverent place to share ideas about career development, the world of work, and life in general. I'm your host and proprietress, Kelly Nottingham. Growing your career should not be boring. So come on in, pull up a chair, and pick your poison. Hello, listeners, wonderful listeners, and welcome to our annual gratitude episode. For those of you who may be listening from outside the United States, this time of year at the end of November is when we celebrate Thanksgiving holiday, which is a holiday where we eat lots and lots of really good food and we are grateful for family and friends and life circumstances that have happened to us. We usually get together with family and friends when we're able. We eat this massive feast and we celebrate uh, the good things that have come into our lives. Now, last year, I did an episode on gratitude and some ways to think about gratitude. Uh, This year, I had a different idea last week when I was actually driving to the grocery store and I had a thought about gratitude that I thought might be interesting to share with all of you. So normally, when we think about gratitude, it's something outside of ourselves. We're feeling grateful for the people in our lives, for the situations in our lives, for the good things that have come from the outside into our lives. And that's wonderful. But this year, I wanted to maybe skew things a little bit differently by having us think about being grateful for ourselves and being grateful to ourselves. So being grateful for who we are, for our skills, for our quirks, for the things we've tried over the past year, for the impact that we've made, for the mistakes we've made. My goal with this episode is to inspire each of us to take joy in ourselves. Now, why is this? We hear a lot about gratitude, especially at this time of year. We hear a lot about the importance of being grateful And I dug through a little bit of research to find that there are some actual physiological and psychological effects to gratitude. Robert A. Emmons, a professor of psychology at UC Davis, wrote a book called Gratitude Works, and he had some really interesting findings. Gratitude is related to 23% lower levels of stress hormones, that cortisol that floats around in our systems. Gratitude is related to a 10% improvement in sleep quality in patients with chronic pain, even though 76% of them had insomnia and 19% of them had some depression levels. Professor Emmons said, quote, Gratitude blocks toxic emotions, such as envy, resentment, regret, and depression, which can destroy our happiness. It's impossible to feel envious and grateful at the same time. End quote. Now, gratitude generally makes us feel humble. It gives us a different perspective to look at our lives, a bigger perspective to look at our lives, whether we think of that in a spiritual or religious context or we think of it as just we being a part of the universe, being a part of humanity. And when we feel thankful and grateful, it just naturally sort of flows with this idea of humility, of reception, of maybe not even being able to ever repay whatever it was that was given to us. And we just have to accept 
and appreciate what's been handed to us. Now, humility is seen as a wonderful trait to have. Humility is something to be valued, and it's it can be a very good thing. It keeps us from hubris and arrogance and taking others for granted. Humility can help us learn, except, except when it goes too far, and then it's not so great. When we have too much humility, we may not advocate for ourselves like we should. When people are trying to grow in their careers or move forward in life or try new opportunities, a sense of humility can get overblown. And when that happens, we tend to not give ourselves credit for what we've done and what we're capable of. So this is where we can morph this idea of gratitude. Now, as I said, we normally think sort of cosmically or spiritually or religiously um, when we think about gratitude, seeing ourselves in a larger context, and we're just a small little bundle of atoms living on a rock that's hurtling through space, and just taking a moment to appreciate the miracles of our lives and the people around us and our situations. And again, that's great. But when we don't turn that gratitude onto ourselves, I feel like we're really missing a big piece of the pie. So when we think about being grateful for ourselves, being grateful to ourselves by ourselves, it's giving ourselves some credit It's giving ourselves a thanks for what we've gone through, what we've tried, where we've worked on things and struggled to be who we are, and what we contribute. It's saying to ourselves, thank you, self, for getting up and going to work every day. Thank you for doing all the things that I do every day to take care of my family or to make the world better or to help other people or to be a good person. It's being grateful to ourselves for all of our efforts that we put into our work and our lives and the energy we pour into the lives around us. Now, if we look at gratitude this way, we have the opportunity to appreciate things about ourselves that we normally don't give ourselves permission to do because of either our humility that gets in the way or our perfectionism where we're not good enough to be proud. We're not good enough to even acknowledge what we've done. We're afraid we're going to get, as we say here in the South, too big for our britches. Now, we hear this a lot related to women, but this is not just a gendered issue. This goes across the board for anyone raised with a mindset that it's not good to brag on ourselves or give ourselves too much credit. And it holds so many people back when it comes time to advocate for themselves. That humility just knocks the legs out from under us sometimes. So today I wanted to share a few exercises that you can try out for expressing gratitude to yourself from yourself. Number one, go through your kudos folder and pat yourself on the back for the things you've done. Now, I like to call it a kudos folder. It's any kind of recognition or reminder of the things that you've accomplished, the things that you're proud of, the times you managed to overcome a challenge, or when somebody sent you a thank you for something that you did. Sit with those pieces of recognition and maybe even journal out for a few minutes if you want to give yourself some freaking credit and be grateful to your past self 
for doing all of this work to get us, that royal we, where we are today. I'm grateful you took this risk, self. I'm grateful that you took this opportunity. Now, if you want to use first person, like I am grateful to me, or if you want to use second person, I am grateful to you, whatever works for you when you're talking to yourself through this. Now, number two on the list of exercises you can try, if you find that you're really struggling to give yourself credit, to be grateful to yourself, to say things like this, because y'all, this feels really weird. Think about dividing yourself into multiple pieces of you, that one piece can observe another piece of you. So Harry Potter fans, you can think of it like, eh, you're making a horcrux, but without the murder part, right? So if part of you is observing the other part of you, as if you're a dear friend or colleague or family member, how would you show gratitude to that person? How would you say great job to that person and appreciate them? It's so much easier for us to show gratitude to someone else instead of ourselves. We need to learn to give ourselves credit in the same way we'd give credit for someone else accomplishing the thing that we did, or just in general, just being awesome, being who we are. Number three. So many of you maybe have that gratitude practice where you share out or journal about five things at the end of the day that you're grateful for. Add on two more things, two things you're grateful for yourself for doing that day or for being that day. Maybe you took five minutes to appreciate a gorgeous sunset. Maybe you worked on a project despite a headache. Maybe you finally got around to purging your sock drawer. Or you did a great job playing with the dog. Whatever it is, think about two things tonight that you did today that you are grateful for. Or two ways of being about yourself that you're grateful for. Number four. How can you bring this idea into an area of your life where you tend to self-deprecate? Maybe it's an area of your life you don't feel confident about. Maybe it's something that's new for you, or maybe it's a part of your life where you tend to get in your own way. Instead of beating yourself up, try being grateful for what you've done. Practice this. Give yourself credit. Tell yourself thank you appreciate what you've done, and then give yourself that credit in front of other people. Show this gratitude by not only giving yourself credit, but sharing it in front of others. It doesn't help to feel grateful for someone else, but to never tell them that you feel grateful. Now with self-gratitude, it's a little different. We can feel grateful, we can share it with ourselves, but the true Challenge comes when we share that gratitude in front of other people. Now, this doesn't have to be weird. I mean, I'm sure it could get weird really quickly, but it doesn't have to be. This is advocating for your own awesome. Think about saying it this way. I'm really proud of myself for blank, blank, blank. Try that out. You might be amazed at how weird it feels at first, but how comfortable it feels after a short period of time giving yourself credit and appreciation in front of other people. After all, if someone else, a dear friend or a colleague, did something that you appreciated, 
Wouldn't you say that to them? Wouldn't you advocate for them? Even if they aren't perfect, you love your friends, right? And you appreciate them and are grateful for their friendship. Well, here's the thing. You are the closest relationship you will ever have. Don't you deserve that level of appreciation too? Be grateful for past you, for getting you where you are, even if your situation isn't ideal. And grateful for future you because of the sheer magic and hope of possibility. Being grateful for the steps of the journey and not the outcomes only is another great way to think about this. A lot of times we think that we can't be grateful until we hit that end goal, but that's not the case. We should be grateful and we can be grateful for every step of the journey. Each struggle we overcome, each struggle that we face and aren't sure we'll overcome is something to be grateful for. Why? Because in facing it, we are giving ourselves the gift of new opportunities. And that's certainly something to thank ourselves for doing. All right, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, American listeners. To my Canadian folks, I hope you already had a great Thanksgiving. And to all of my listeners around the world, thank you. I am grateful for you. If the pandemic lockdown has made you aware of some major changes you want to make in your career or life, I can help. Maybe you realize you hate your current job or that you're holding yourself back from making a big life change that deep down you really want. Now is the time to start building momentum for the future. I've spent my career in professional development and training at Fortune 100 companies, leading training initiatives and coaching people from frontline employees to executive level leaders to improve their relationship to their work, their colleagues, and themselves. If you think some non-judgmental support and gentle nudging would help to get you going, give me a call to discuss one-on-one coaching and consulting. If your organization or company is ready for an injection of new ideas, energy, and practical tools to improve company culture and efficiency, let's chat. I have off-the-shelf workshops ready to bring to your organization on topics like effective communication, change management, presentation skills, and a suite of leadership development workshops, just to name a few. Custom workshops are also an option. For a 30-minute complimentary consultation, email me at kelly.nottingham at gmail.com, go to kellynottingham.com, or reach out to me on LinkedIn or via the links in the podcast notes so we can see if I'm a good fit for your needs. Well, thanks for joining me. If you have suggestions, feedback, or just something random you want to share, email me at careerspeakeasy at gmail.com and come visit again soon. Cheers. Cheers.